Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, the movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to yet another amazing episode of High Five the Podcast. We are, as always, recording right now in the writer's room. Writer's room! With your host, I'm Q. And I'm Jay. And today we're going to do something that we have both been anxiously rubbing our hands together and snickering Mr. Burns style. I've had my hand over the buzzer this whole two seasons waiting for this. Alright, so let's ask the survey. This episode is... The number one answer on the board about top five game shows. Woo! Ding, high five. Ding, 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 ding. Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. Womp, 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 womp. You're wrong. <laughs> I don't really this know. This episode is not about game shows. Is it not? It is. It is. Yay. But it's not. Oh, but it is. Yay! <laughs> but it's not. Oh, $1. Hooray! What? Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm super excited to talk about this subject. Oh, You're course. super excited, but before we get into that, I haven't seen you in a minute. We haven't. It's been about like a week and a half, two weeks. So, what's been going on? Well, I mean, not a whole lot. We didn't really go out and do much. We're getting into the Christmas spirit. It is December. It is December. Um, we, you know, decorated the house for Christmas, which you've seen. You've been over. Um, it's beautiful. And, uh, you know, we saw the Christmas parade today in town, which was fun. Hey, I had a Christmas parade in my town oh, as well. High five. How's high yours? High five. It was adorable. It was? There- okay. So was yours like marching bands and like cheer groups and like floats being pulled behind old classic cars and stuff? Yes. That was exactly it. that. Nice. Did your parade just run through my town? <laughs> I, think it, I think it went from south of where we are all the way north to where you That's are. That's amazing. It's a long-ass parade. It is. <laughs> it's the longest parade. People don't know that about Nashville. No. We host the longest parade in the, the country. The longest non-publicized Christmas parade yep. in the country. Nobody knows about it. There's no news crews. It's just a real <laughs> down... It's like one of those secret shows, like Father John Misty, except it's- this is... <laughs> except this is... Uh, this is just a Christmas parade. <laughs> right. You're just like walking along and you're like, oh shit, parade. I didn't realize there was a parade today, but all the cool people know about it. So it's all over like the East Nashville message boards. Right. They're like, yo, don't tell anybody, but there's a fucking parade going on today. And everybody's like, oh shit. Well, I don't want to like get too excited about it because then people will not think it's cool. You got to go up to the policeman. You guys say blueberry nose ointment and they let you write in. They just fucking let you watch it. I don't know it, why dude. that's the password, but it was the but password it is. this year. Oh, is it? Shit. I said strawberry nose ointment. See, you saw the, the shitty parade. No, I didn't because I said that and then they put me on a float. Oh shit. I saw the <laughs> shitty parade. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering why they were all made of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Even the people. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Confusing. <laughs> um, so what one, else has been up? One, one thing I did want to tell you is I saw a movie uh, yesterday, actually, that you turned me on to. 
Cool. Um, but I don't think you've seen it yet. I have The movie is Better Watch Out. Oh, no. I'm excited to so see that. So it was, uh, it, it went through a couple name changes, I think, but it, uh, it landed on Better Watch Out. Nice. The first one was like Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, or coming to town, or like there goes the neighborhood Christmas or something. Or it, sugar plam, sugar plum, sugar plam, <laughs> sugar sugar plam pharmacy fox. <laughs> come <laughs> come watch the sugar plams and coonie canes. <laughs> so we watched. Better watch out. Uh huh. Here's what I'll say. I'm so hesitant to to talk about this well, movie. Okay. Just tell me, yeah, don't tell me details, because I'm excited right. to watch it. I will, let me throw this at you, though. I'll ask you kind of a, a very short Reader's Digest version of Spoiled Rotten. Okay, here, here, here's what I'll say at the very beginning. Okay. I've sat with this movie for about 24 hours. Okay. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. Ooh, okay. So. Not because I didn't like it, though. All right. Is it basically like a hard R home alone. Cause that's kind of what the trailer sells it as not in the slightest. Really? It took me so much by surprise. Okay. It'd be like if you went, if you went to see Thor Ragnarok based off the trailers and then you ended up watching like, like antichrist by Lars von Trier. Holy shit. Really? There is a, there is a, an, epic 180 that takes place around 40 minutes into the movie that caught me so much by surprise that that's why I'm sitting here 24 hours later going, I'm not sure how I feel about this. It is so different than what I was expecting. Okay. Yet also good, but good in the way that uncomfortable movies are good. Okay. You know, like a like funny games. <clears throat> yeah. Like a good movie. I will ask you this. But you don't kind of like, you're like, ugh. Is it gory? Not really, but slightly. Okay. There's blood, but there's no like full, it's not like hostile blood. Right. It's just the impression of violence is pretty intense. Got it. So it is a violent <clears throat> film, but not necessarily a gory film. Correct. Got it. And the violence, again, is just, I, I hesitate to say anything because- what violence is there isn't as much as you would expect. Okay. It's more suspense. Suspense and terror is more what it what it relies so on. So then I'll ask, would you recommend that our listeners check it out? 100%. Okay. This is a movie that like not everybody will like, but okay. what I would recommend is watch the trailer and then watch the movie because going in having no idea what you're going to kind of not really Going in and having your expectations subverted to the degree that mine were uh-huh. made it more enjoyable, made it more entertaining and surprising. Okay. Interesting. So it's it's a, it's a recommend. It's a pretty strong recommend, but just go in knowing that it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Okay. I am... Uh, because I'm, you showed me that trailer and I was like, oh shit, this looks like a, you know, turn the tables on the home intruders. That's what I thought it was. Type of thing. It looked like... It was gonna be like Kevin McAllister, and they're not, and they're not. The movie is totally fine with showing gore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I saw that because in that trailer they have that one scene with the paint can, right? And that is in there. Okay, but not in the way, but that not they in the way that you think in the trailer okay. at all. What you think? Okay, 
So I would encourage that kind of you to excites watch it me to watch it very I may, quickly. I might watch it tonight. You should. Okay, fair enough. That's the only thing we've watched this week, honestly, because we were catching up on some TV shows and okay. some other stuff like that. So I saw something as well. Right, you hinted at it. I did. I went to the theater and I saw Murder on the Orient Oriented Express. Oriented did did Yeah, Express? it was oriented slightly to the right the entire <laughs> right, time. Okay. Just the whole screen was just shifted. <laughs> and I was wondering if I saw the correct movie. Orient on the 128 by 72 ratio yeah. express. Yeah, and I was just like, well, that's weird. Well, this is really disorienting. <laughs> it was. Um, no, I saw Murder did, on the Orient Express. What did Orient you think? It's already got a sequel, or not a sequel, but a, a continuation of right. the Kenneth Branagh character. Yeah, because the, the Perot... Hercule Perot. Perot. Okay, I will say this. Kenneth Branagh is awesome. Really? Like I'm hit or miss on him. No, no, no. I I agree with that statement. Mm -hmm. He's awesome as Hercule Perot. Okay. So he's got that confidence and the swagger and kind of like the 1930s gumshoe. Yes, and it's the movie is great. Uh, (laughs) the movie is good. Okay. The movie is not great. Okay. The movie is good. Okay. Uh, visually, it's gorgeous. Okay. Does it follow? I, a big thing for you, I know, because we talked about it, was uh-huh. that it has the visual aesthetic that the trailer gives off, which is kind of like the neon and nope. like the artistic, not at all. Not even. So the trailer is just music video style of a movie yep. that's not related to it. Yep. That's sort of a bummer. The color palette is similar. Like, it's very lush. Right. It's very, like, vibrant colors. It all looks like a heightened reality a little okay. bit. Like, it's all a little bit fantastic. Um, but everything is very sweeping and grand and gorgeous. But Which is th- tough to do in a train. <laughs> I agree. But they show a lot of, like, out, out right. exterior shots of the train, like, traveling through the mountains. It's beautiful. But none of that flickering neon, like, 1920s right. jazz, swingy kind of... Feel sort of a bummer. was in it. It was kind of a bummer, but so I think that a lessened my enjoyment of it. Um, but it was also weirdly funnier than I expected. Like it, I don't know. All the Agatha Christies have that hint of satire and humor. Like in Kenneth them. Branagh's pretty funny. Yeah, like he he plays funnier than Tim Curry and Clue. No, okay, well that's ridiculous. There's our high water marker right there. Um. No, he plays it like a funny Sherlock Holmes. Okay. okay. So he's like smart, but he's also kind of a smart ass. Gotcha. Um, and he does like weird idiosyncratic things. But overall, the cast is really great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a stacked cast. So uh, I do have to ask you a question here, and I'll stick uh, free of spoiler territory. But okay. I know Johnny Depp is highlighted primarily in the posters. Yes. My prediction was that he's in the movie less than five minutes. Am I correct? He is in the movie longer than five minutes. Okay, but not much. He's Should he be first top build on the poster? No. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe. Can I? I'll just tell you. This it is not a spoiler. Around him, it revolves around a murder. He gets murdered. Right. Spoiler alert. Right. Which that is happens the, within the first fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But are there flashbacks to, to like his character? No. Okay. Well, yes, 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 yes. Okay. There are. Um, the twist is pretty interesting, though. The See, twist we talked about was interesting, but honestly, we talked about twists and murder mysteries. That's part in that of episode. the reason that I don't know that I like it, really, because of what the ending is. Yes, and we won't spoil it, but I know what the ending no. is because and I've now seen the you original. know because I know. Yeah. Um, but do you see why I was kind of petkish on answering anything? Yes, around? it's difficult to say. It's like, oh, well, that's kind of a twist I never would have expected. Yes, and it and it is that, but I do feel like it does one of those 
cheap things that a lot of mystery movies do where it doesn't give you enough information to justify the reveal at the end Uh, where you're just kind of like, what? Like it gives you this kind of like, yes, but then this is also to this and this is also connected to this. And you had no clue. And it was like, you're right. I had no clue. (laughs) There was no clue. Like how would I have known that unless you just told me right now? (laughs) Right. So it's like a secret Javier Bardem murderer. Right. <laughs> so that kind of bothers me. I really don't like when movies do right. that. I feel like it's cheating me. You know a what I mean? Bit. Like, well, I should be able to solve the mystery along with you. The only thing about this one that, and you should watch the original, by the way, because I feel like the I'm original does a better job sure. of justifying that reveal. Sure. Which is why I liked it so much. Sure. Um, but it... <laughs> It is interesting because I agree with you 100% that there's something... Hey, that's my line. Yeah, I I agree that there's something a little, I don't know, disappointing about the non-committal of the end. Yes. But there's also something kind of like, this was one of the first batch of really popular mysteries that were written. So it's kind of like, well, that's super creative for not having context. Exactly. And I feel like this ran into a problem that a lot of things that are adapted from old Mm -hmm. novels or anything old, you know, remakes of old pictures. It doesn't have the gravitas. The reveal doesn't hold the same weight right. that it would have then. Well, I've seen so many exactly. things now that inform my opinion of mysteries and right. how they work and how they should work that this kind of reveal was more of just like a, oh, got okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Instead of like a, what? Yeah. Like, well, and since then, we've had so many shows that, that ape. The murder mystery thing. Like, you know, we've got Saved by the Bell episodes we talked about in our right. episode. We've got, you know, Psych every week is a different mystery right. thing. And, you know, so you have all of those. It's almost like a situation that I think of every now and then. The Exorcist, as you know, is one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I think it's one of the best made horror movies sure. of all time. But I do think every now and then is had The Exorcist not been released and it was released in the exact same version nowadays nobody would be scared by it and nobody would care because we've been so we've been so indoctrinated to those types of like sure jump scares sure. and string flourishes that it doesn't the horror the of exorcism or the horror of the exorcist is so visceral but i can say this and it's really funny that you said that had that movie been made and not released i don't know that those other things that have currently informed our thing exist right it's 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 chicken and the egg type of thing, right. but it's an interesting argument to make of things that worked 30, 40 years ago don't work in the society that we are, although they've built the society that we have. Exactly. Exactly. Or the pop culture society. That so we have. as far as the movie goes overall, Is I it say, worth seeing? Yeah. Okay. I don't know that I would I don't know th- well, you know what? I say it's view uh go see it in the theater if only for the visual spectacle because right. it's gorgeous and, and especially I, if you have like a movie pass like you do totally like it's worth the no money the, the that no spending. money a month um go see it in the theater that's pretty cool but other than that it wasn't groundbreaking mm-hmm. i will probably check out the next movie in the series right if only because i liked the world that it created right. and, and it's I definitely not going to have the same twist Exactly. So I know I'm in for another mystery. And I like, I'm a sucker for mysteries oh, anyway. Oh, man. Come on. So I'm fine with it. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been up to. It was pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Now, we almost watched uh, Kingsman 2. 
the other oh, night. Watch and you've that. seen that? Okay, you have seen it and you yeah. said it was good. Yeah. Right, we'll probably it's watch good, that. it's just crazy. We'll probably watch that tonight. Yeah. I like the first one. Yeah. If you like the first one, you'll like this one. It's just it's one of those where it's just more of the same. So like if you Find liked everything from the first one, well here it is again, but a little bit bigger. We haven't watched the first one in probably like two or three years, so it'll be a nice I kind of remember this, but everything is new situation. Yeah, totally. We did that with um Harold and Kumar christmas or a very harold and kumar christmas we watched that like once every five years so it's like i know i've seen this but this is all kind of new right i kind of don't remember (laughs) right um so yeah so let's get that out of the way okay right so that is palettes are cleansed we've done the pre-show ramble now let's get down to playing for all of the cash prizes all right it's time for the lists. Oh, I thought you were gonna go lightning round. <laughs> I probably should have given the theme of the episode. I just right. wanted to give a little intro for our list. Let's retry that. It's the list. Nope. Shit. Yeah, fucked it up twice. Let's just get to the list. All right. So, um, I do have to ask you a question regarding your list. Sure. Um, and I want to give you a little explanation regarding my list before we dive into it. So here's the deal. We're talking game shows. There are a, shit a ton. ton of game shows. Yes. So I set myself rules, and I'm curious to know what your rules oh, my, are. I had rules, I'm not for gonna, sure. I'm not going to hold you to my rules. Okay. I will hold you to my rules. Of course, as always. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to get your opinion on what I decided to do with my list. It would be so funny if we have the exact same rules. I decided to do this okay. because there are so many and there are some that I like that are of the same ilk, even the same kind of show. Right. So w- because there are too many to list and I can already feel the keyboards on fire <laughs> as people f- get ready to tweet and email us to be like, you, I can't believe you didn't put this on the fucking list. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you why I didn't put it on the fucking list. The reason is, is because what I did was I whittled down like some like like I've done in the past when we have mm-hmm. uh, lists that encompass this many things, and I have picked a game show from a different type of game show for each of oh, my picks. Okay, it culminating with my favorite type of game show and your and favorite favorite game show. Okay, so. Um, and I will tell you, as I tell you my pick, I will say this represents this category of game show. I like it. Um, and so it's it's listed by type of game show, my favorites in those categories, and then those categories ranked by favorites. My goodness. Yours is a lot more complicated than my rules. So. That's, pretty, that's weird, right? <laughs> yes, it that's is. That's like the first time I've ever had one so intricate. Well, the rules that, that I put were, because we've been talking reality shows, and that was kind of the genesis of where this we're going to do like a top five reality shows, sure. which we probably will still get to. Sure. But this one came out of that. So for me, when I was thinking of game shows, there are a lot that um, some people would consider game shows, at least modern day game shows, that I don't really consider falling into that ilk. Like, um, <clears throat> I don't remember, there was a, a game show that came out last year that was like sending people through a warehouse and it was like horror scenarios oh, and it was done by Blumhouse. And it was yeah. like that terror elevator. Yeah, hel- elevator. 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 Like, those types of shows aren't on my list. Sure. What I chose were, this is contestants standing behind podiums Okay. Doing things and answering questions to some degree. I can go ahead and tell you, didn't do that. Okay. So they are all game shows, but like I said, in a different category of game show for each nice. one. So yeah, for, so for me, 
if it's primarily, and I'm going to say primarily because there's a couple on here that kind of break this rule, that if there's no just like standing around sure. and it's all activity-based, not on my list. Okay. But you'll see what I, why I'm a little hesitant sure. to go into that 100%. That's totally fine. And it'll make our list different. So I'm right. totally fine with that. Um, so you ready for me to dive in? Yeah. So all Jay, right. kick us off with your, let's go to the leaderboard. Your number five is my number five is Jeopardy. Ah, kind of a classic. I mean, Jeopardy. I believe your answer should have been what, what is Jeopardy. I knew it. <laughs> so this one isn't like the top tier on my list. I sure. know it's a big one, but for me, when I'm thinking of best game shows, sure, I'm also thinking most revolutionary. What's been around the Absolutely. longest? What has set the tone for other game shows? Totally. And Jeopardy is one of those that is an institution. Yes. And there are a couple what I would consider institutions on my list. Sure. And Jeopardy is that classic trivia game show. There's no running around doing a bunch of stuff. There's no anything else. It's questions, categories, and people being smart. Sure. And so that, for me, is kind of the the truest sense of what I think of when I think of game shows. Sure. And it's been around, I don't even know how many years. Uh, I mean, Trebek has been there, it feels like, forever. Did you hear that he has said that he wants to leave, though? Well, you know what I say to that? Shuck it, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's a good point, too, is that Jeopardy's been around so long that we even have historically relevant parodies of the show. I mean, SNL's been parodying Jeopardy for a long time. Totally. They knocked it out of the park totally. with Celebrity Jeopardy. I mean, that was just brilliant. Which I recommend everyone, when you're done listening to this episode, go look oh. up every Celebrity Jeopardy SNL skit that you can find, especially <laughs> the ones with Sean Connery. Well, with Daryl Hannah is Sean... Oh, is it... Wait, not Daryl Hannah. Um, no, Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hannah's from 10. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Hammond as... Al no, or yeah, it's as still wrong. Daryl Hannah is from Splash. Bo Derek is from 10. Shit. <laughs> My God. I'm uh, mixing up all those 70s and 80s icons. It's amazing. Um, but anyway, so we're talking about Daryl Hammond as uh -huh. uh, Sean Connery. Yes. I would also recommend all the ones with Norm MacDonald. As Burt Reynolds? As Burt Reynolds. You mean Turd Ferguson? <laughs> yes. Those are some of my favorite ones, too. And I know the Sean Connery are more popular. Sure. But Turd Ferguson, those make me slap so They also hard. had somebody did French Stewart. Yes, and it was real good. Who was that? I, I think it was remember. one of the Oh, was guests. it Jimmy Fallon? It as French have, Stewart? It may have been. But man, and he did the whole, uh, the threeve. Yeah. He was like, just pick a number between three and five. Because that was the whole three. thing is the questions were always so idiotically simple because celebrities are dumb. They is what stupid. Is. Right. And so uh -uh, the, stupid. The, the challenge questions would be like, just name a number between one and five. Yeah. Any number. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It can be any number. Just name a number. And it'd be like a letter. Right. <laughs> exactly. Or the one for, for Stuart. He was like, you've written... Threeve, a combination of three and five. But the best one was Sean Connery's answer was a V. And he's like, it's a V. He's like, and despite your best efforts, it is still no. technically a Roman numeral, numeral for the number five. And, and then, then it, it was like, and you wagered. And it drops down and it's not a V. It's a U in suck it, Trebek. Yeah. Or no, it's the K. It's the top, oh, of, the right, the top of the K from suck, suck it, Trebek. Trebek. So because of all of those reasons... I knew Jeopardy had to be on my list. Sure. So I just kind of put it at the bottom. No, it's cool. Like, I get it. Um, it was one of those, I will tell you this, my experience with Jeopardy. Jeopardy was one that my folks watched. Right. Uh, nay, my grandparents watched. Yeah. 
True for me too. Every day they did. And so it was one that I caught because I would when I would hang out at my grandparents right. or whatever, they would be like, You wanna watch Jeopardy? <laughs> Uh, Which is and I'd be like, how everybody says I'd be like, you watch my answer is, what is, no, I wouldn't, Grandma. <laughs> Go get me a fucking snack, please. You're mean to Grandma. I, I was. You're so mean to your rest, Grandma. Rest in peace, Grandma. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's not even dead. She is definitely <laughs> dead. Twice over. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what we, is regret? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <Aww>, sadness. <laughs> uh, what is sadness? Um, so my experience was that, but it was never one that, and even to this day, if it's on TV, I'm changing. The really? Channel. See, there's something about it, well, and it's because I'm pretentious and a douche. Sure. There's something about trivia that I enjoy. What is yeah. pretentious <laughs> and douchiness? Hashtag jerk. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hashtag J. Yeah. Irk, irk. <laughs> hashtag J, hashtag irk. Um, but there's something about trivia that I enjoy because I just like knowing things. I like seeing if I can answer the questions. Sure. My also my favorite thing to do is watch it with people who care about the show and yell out ridiculous answers. Ooh. That's what I do with my parents. I like the so it'll be like that. what body of water is blah 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 in blah blah blah. And I'm and I'll be like a river of bile, <laughs> and then, and then they'll be like, like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> take this seriously. This is a real game show. We're not participating. We're in. not on this right now." <laughs> so that's why it's my number. I like five. it. That's pretty solid, man. Off right. to a good start. I agree. Um, I'm gonna keep that start going and get a little messy. Ooh. So up on the board, the big board, ding 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 ding. Number four is Double Dare. Ooh. That's my number five, bro. Oh, uh, high five. Yeah. Double Dare is on my list because it is the game show I remember from yes. Nickelodeon. And that actually... And there were a shit ton of those. So to, to jump on your Double Dare train here, the reason that it's my number five and the reason that it's uh, on my list is it represents what I like to consider my nostalgia-based game mm. shows. So, like, so does that include like Legends of the Hidden Temple? Global Guts... This figure it out. Oh, figure it out! What, I completely forgot about. What would it you out. do? Uh, oh man! What 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 would you do? Nick Arcade, Wild and Crazy Kids. Wild even. and Crazy Kids was a good one. Um, yeah. Although Nick, that one, Nick Arcade, Wild and Crazy Kids, sort of falls into that reality gaming for me because they're not standing around. There's no trivia. But see, there's for no me, education. it's all still on the list because it's still a competition and it's still a game like right they're, they're playing to win you i know. know what i mean but like that's why like things like fear factor and survivor aren't on my list that, that wild and crazy kids falls into that same category sure for me. sure but double dare i wanted to be on double dare so bad oh you and me both i would see mark, every other kid of our age i would see mark summers come on that television i'm like oh shit someone's reaching into a big old nose yeah they and are this is gonna be great my favorite is the fact i loved family double dare oh yeah well yeah they, and then that's pretty much the only one I remember. Well, they have they had Double Dare and then they had Family Double Dare. And now Double Dare, if I remember correctly, was just a panel of kids. I think it was. But Family Double Dare really took off as popular. Right. And so that's the one they always show. Right. And I loved it because that's when you got as a kid, you got to watch the parents have to yeah. go through the same sloppy ass <laughs> right. obstacle course. But you always won things like British Knights. <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> BK, BK Knights. Yeah. And you're like, 
cool. I need that. Or, or it's like were, a huffy bike. I also remember they used to give Nintendo 64s away Ooh, in the later seasons. Nice. And then they uh, and they would always like put them up in some shitty hotel. They'd be like, you're going on a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, oh, all contestants stay at the uh, Motel 6 in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, the motel flight's flight. not included. Flight's not. <laughs> Return flight's not included. Right. They get you there. They, know, just, they just don't <laughs> They just you. leave you there's there. There's a whole bunch of, there's a community in Hawaii that's just double dare contestants that have never been able to leave. That's it's like amazing. A little, it's like a little trailer park. That's amazing. Can I watch that reality TV show? <laughs> just cameras follow them around. They're like, well, back in 1992 when I played Family Double Dare, I used to be an accountant. <laughs> they just never let us leave. <laughs> now we just live on this weird island that's owned by Nickelodeon, not technically part of the United States, which is also kind of weird. We live in this trailer park called Triple Dog Park. That actually, they're, they're filming a documentary about the whole situation right now, and it's called Triple Dare. Courtesy um, of uh, High Five the Company. So right, right. coming coming soon to coming to, soon. to a probably a streaming yeah. service near you. Because let's be honest, nobody watches documentaries in the theater anymore. <laughs> right. On Netflix. It's a Netflix right, yeah. original. Um, but I will say one of the things that it's a memory that I have is once when we went down to Orlando, me and my family took the Nickelodeon tour. Right. And we got to see I did that too. The Double Dare. I did space, that too. Which so so much smaller than I expected it. Much to be. smaller. But like being, I was also small. Right, true. But being there, I was like, oh, the obstacle course is so close. Yeah. Like it's right there yeah. behind this glass. Can and I, I want to see it? Speaking of doing that tour, you know what I got to do aside from seeing the double uh-uh. dare set? I got to be in the audience for a taping of Global Guts. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I did like Global Guts mainly because I wanted a piece of the aggro crag. Yeah. Um, you know you can buy them. I know, but that's cheap. On eBay. You for like to, five grand. You have to win them. Like you have to win it. Uh, I am winning it by no. winning it life and having enough money to afford a piece of the aggro now, crag, which I don't. So please, <laughs> audience members, if you could like Christmas gift, donate <laughs> money to High Five so we could purchase a piece of the aggro crag for the writer's room. Or if any of you High Fivers out there were on Guts and you have an aggro oh crag my that you want to dedicate to that, we'll put it up in the writer's room. We'll take a picture Even of beside it. Even beside that, be fuck that. If you are on Double Dare or Global Guts, we want you on the show. I want to hear about your experience. We want to do a follow-up piece. Write into us at my5 at high5podcast.com. Yes. Tweet at us. Instagram us. However the fuck you need to get in contact with us, do it. And your voice will be on the airwaves once again and because we, we want to do a follow-up interview. And we guarantee that you'll be famous. We cannot guarantee that you'll be famous. Yeah. Um. Now, there was a show... And I and I can't remember the name of this. Okay. But it was like Nick Arcade. But Nick Arcade, you know, ended with him going in, quote unquote, into the video game. So they'd be sure. like standing on, you know, magic carpets and jumping over people. Sure. But there was a game show I remember on Nickelodeon where if you won, you got to run a shopping cart through like a maze. And it had like yes. movies and games all over the yes. thing. And you would shovel stuff in. And then you have to get out of the maze and you win everything. Yes. That wasn't Nick Arcade. No. What was that? Fuck. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? We're not really selling our detective agency very no, well. No, we'll figure it that. out, and we'll we'll put it up as yeah, a case Yeah, we don't closed. need you to figure it out, audience. But do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not making that I up. I do know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. But yes. They, well, if Fivers, if you know it like, off your head, email us or send us on Twitter what it is, and we'll research it as well. But they would go in, and you they would just like carts full of electronics, yeah. toys, like whatever. Was it It'd be like old Atari's? Is it called and, like a fun run? 
or something like that. I don't. I don't remember. I just remember always wanting to do that. Yeah, that shopping spree and that electronics maze. Yeah, you win a shopping spree at the end of it, <clears> and then it showed it. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, but Double Dare. That's my number four. Is Double Dares? It's awesome. The games. They ask trivia questions. They ask, stand behind a podium, ask trivia questions. Then you play games, which I love. Yep. And it was just one I watched it all the time, and will continue to watch it. Yeah, like if I have? see reruns, I'll watch it again. A giant nose. It was the giant and a nose. Big pie. You had to like swim in. There was also the slide with all the whipped cream. There was on an it. ear. I remember an yeah. ear that had earwax. And you had to find the flags. Yes. And each person had to find one and relay it across. Yes. It was a big relay obstacle it course. It was great. I oh. dig it, man. What a good call. Yeah, that's so, why my number five. So awesome. Well, since we've done your number five, let's switch over to your list. Um, if there's anything else you want to say about Double Dare, go for it. But if not, we'll do number four and then take a break. No, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think that's about it. So my number five. Uh-huh. starts with Double Dare because it was a nostalgia game show. Right. Right. Okay. So it's a game show from my childhood. My number four is going into the reality competition game shows. Okay. And my so, favorite. So this one won't be on my list anywhere, probably. Not at all. Um, my favorite. Now, this was a toss-up. Originally, it was going to be Survivor just okay. because of the massive effect that oh, it sure. had on like pop culture. It is what it. I don't watch it, but it. You can't deny its its success. You and I've got a story about that, so remind me, I'll tell you. But ultimately, it had to come down to what is my favorite competition okay. show, um, reality physical competition right. show. Okay. And ultimately, it came down to a show called The Mole. Oh, I, that was recent, wasn't it? Um, or, or like within the last 10 years. Yeah, it came out. Um, actually, it's older than that. It came out mm. in 2001. Really? Yep. This so, is the one where people in the basement, right? Nope. Oh, so this is um, basically the gist of the show was originally hosted by Anderson Cooper. Okay. Um, and the concept of the show was contestants had to work as a group to add money to like an overall pot. Right. Okay. Um, that only one of them would eventually win. Now, somebody in the contestant group was designated the mole and mm. their job was to sabotage every competition that they did. To less so that they wouldn't get money in the pot, and ultimately, at the end of each episode, so it would be it would go over the entire season of the show, right. be one group over the whole season. At the end of each episode, the contestant who knew the least about the mole, kind of like a giant game of Clue, would be eliminated from the game. Okay, and so the whole thing, I love it because I love mysteries. It's a mystery, yeah. And so it had two factors that I love. Well, three factors. One. Anderson Cooper. Well, it's also kind of like a game show version of that mafia game that you'd play in high school. Yeah, exactly. Totally. But who doesn't love Super Anderson Cooper? Oh, of course. Um, it was a gray wolf. What's he called? Yeah, gray wolf. A silver fox. Silver fox. Um, and a color animal. A gray wolf. Gray dire wolf. Uh, a. Uh, but. Oh, man, you distracted me talking about silver foxes and gray wolves. Because um, at first, then I thought we were back into uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Blue barracudas. Uh, the orange marsupials. The red iguanas, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I love Legends of the Hidden Silver Temple. snakes. Silver snake. I was always a Blue Barracuda guy. Myself. Nice. That's fair. I respect that. Um, but... Uh, purple Jaguars. Yeah! That was a good one. Okay, we're done. Oh, man. <laughs> the mole... Um, 
I loved it because it was a mystery. Right. I loved it because it had uh, usually kind of they went to other countries to do these nice. like challenges. So it had this kind of like world hopping feel. Cool. Um, and it felt very like spy ish. Yeah. I and can say I never watched. I remember the show, but I never watched. It. I watched it with my folks. Um, and it, it actually was night. It was night, whatever night it came on. It was nightly viewing for the whole family. Oh, nice. So we would like sit down after dinner and watch this show wow. as a family and we would all try to figure it out. So then it would become a game within our household right. of like who was the closest to figuring out the mole. And then at the end of the series, Whoever got it right got like to pick like whatever for dinner that they nice. wanted. So like a pizza for See, the family. See, that's or fun. Whatever. See, the 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 viewing in my house was always TV shows. It'd be like Home Improvement or Seinfeld or something like that. Sure. Like we never sat down and watched game shows, right. which is surprising because we would have game shows on in the background, like while my mom made dinner, or my dad made dinner, or whatever. And we would watch those in the background, but then when we watched stuff together, it was always sure. you know it was always sitcoms or dramas or and house the- or something like that. And so, so it holds a special place for me, of course. Too. But I will say that um, it kind of went down the shitter. Uh, um, it, two really good seasons when Anderson Cooper was the host. That's when I loved it. Right. Um, but then for the third season, he was replaced with Billy Baldwin with uh, Ahmad Rashad. Oh, oh, I remember him. Right. And then uh, he was re- replaced by John Kelly. I don't know who mm-hmm. that is. Um, and the third. And Wait, didn't John Kelly run for president? I have no clue. <laughs> Uh, but the th- the first and second seasons were awesome. This is where I really didn't like it. it. wasn't because of Anderson Cooper. It was because the third and fourth seasons were the normal contestants were replaced by celebrity contestants. Oh, boo. And I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. I hate it when they try to revamp game shows or contest shows yeah. with celebrities. Because I don't want to watch a bunch of celebrities right. be stupid. I want to watch, watch comedians pretend to be celebrities and be stupid. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so all in all. Great show. That's why it's Good my stuff. number four, and it's why it's one of my competition show favorites. I like it. I, I like it. Like I said, I can't personally say anything about it because I never watched it. But man, if you, it sounds like you have a lot of justification for putting it on your list. Totally. Everybody should go YouTube videos first and second season of the Mole. Awesome. Yeah. So that's it. So I say we take a quick break. Yeah, I need to pee anyway. So. Great. But oh, you're not gonna do it. Just I brought this bottle for you. Oh, I am so. gonna do it in the bottle, but I just don't want to record. Can I watch? Yeah, of course. Great. All I right. Expected it. We'll see you guys in a minute. See you in a bit. Double Dare. The families came, they played, made a mess, then went home. But you know, we never found out which family was the best, the fastest, the smartest. Well, that's going to change on Nick's brand new season of Family Double Dare. This time, the families are competing for a chance to come back to Nickelodeon Studios for the Family Double Dare Tournament of Champions. And only one family gets to take home the championship cup. The new season of Family Double Dare is here every weekend at 6, 5 central on Nickelodeon. Monday, June 2nd, the summer's biggest mystery will begin. Twelve people will be sent on an international mission. We got a clue here. One will try and sabotage it all. Oh, my God. To solve the mystery... Get ready, get ready, get ready! They'll need to answer one little question. Hello, players. Who is the mole? I'm not the mole. It's not me. I'm not the mole. Too bad one of them is lying. To our first and last night is friends. Follow the clues. Come on! Question everything. Does anybody speak English? No. And above all, trust no one. That can't happen. 
could be the mole. I'm not the mole. Of course I'm the mole. I don't look like the mole. <laughs> I'm going crazy. Who is the mole? Premieres Monday, June 2nd on ABC. Alright, now that we've had a moment to hear from our sponsors like British Knights and Huffy Bicycles and Nintendo and weird trips to Hawaii where people leave you there forever and Best Western. <laughs> Oddly. Oddly enough. Even though you don't stay there. No. Nope. It's just brought to you by them. They it's offer us nothing. It's brought to you by La Quinta and Denny's. Always <laughs> next to each other. I don't always stay at a La Quinta. But when I do, I'm next to a Denny's. <laughs> there it is. You're welcome, La Quinta. Uh, All right, so, so I think the game needs to continue. The game is afoot, Ooh. as Sherlock would say. Um, so I say we get into it. You, Jay, still have your three, two, one. To I do, reveal. and so do you. Um, so, so my, I'll go. I'll go back in. I'll give a quick refresher on my list. Do so, it. Uh, Jay's five uh, was Jeopardy. Yep. And my number four was Double Dare, which is pretty good. And my number five was uh, the. Wow, you confused me. My number Sorry, five was I, was double about, dare. I was making a hand motion because I was about to start talking, but then you started yeah, talking. I was like, what is happening? My number five <laughs> is Double Dare, and my number four is uh, The Mole. I'm excited to hear the rest of your categories because mine are pretty close to what they are. Nice. Um, I'm so, okay. It. So if we look up at the big board, yeah. my number three yeah. is... Sexual intercourse. <laughs> is honestly one of my favorites of all time, but it's not one that is one is around anymore. And two, that I watch much anymore. Sure. But my number three is Pressure Luck. Ooh. That's the no whammy. That's no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. Yeah. So Pressure Luck was one of those shows that sort of captured, in my opinion, lightning in a bottle. It was the idea of... Well, the gameplay of the show, if you never watched it, was there were three contestants. They'd stand behind podiums, as I said. They would answer trivia questions to earn spins on the big board. Sure. And then the most of the game, honestly, most people don't even remember the trivia sections. All they remember is that. And then they would. Just the sound. Yeah. And then they would, you know, they'd hit a buzzer. It would stop the rotary, you know, digital board on an option. And it would either be money or it would be a whammy. And the whammies would always come out and do these cartoon things where they would destroy your points. Sure. And it would be the, either like a wrecking ball or dynamite or something silly. It was almost like the Noids from, uh, from, from uh, pizza, dom- little, or Domino's. It was Domino's, yeah. yeah, yeah. You confused me by saying pizza little. Pizza, <laughs> pizza littles. <laughs> you know, little pizza planes. Yeah. <laughs> little pizza planet. <laughs> um, so you confused me by that. but Papa so- Joseph's. <laughs> Papa Joseph's Little Pizza Planet. Jet's Hut. <laughs> hut. L- Papa hut. Joseph's Little Pizza Planet Hut Airplanes. Bites. Yep. Yep. You know, the one <laughs> that, that was, was that you always got pizza from growing up. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Um, so Press Your Luck was one of those that, one, it was super intriguing. Um, it was a super fun game show, and especially when I was growing up, I loved seeing the whammies come out and do their little cartoon thing. It was like my favorite part of the show. Sure, of course. Another thing while looking into the show that I vaguely remember, but there was this whole big, I don't want to say conspiracy, but this thing that happened. <laughs> I don't want to say conspiracy, but it was a, a conspiracy. conspiracy. No, what ended up happening was this guy, and I had to write down his name because I had forgotten it, but Michael Larson. Do you know the story of Michael Larson and I Impress don't. Your Look? Nope. 
So Michael Larson was a guy who loved Press Your Luck. And he spent the entire first season of Press Your Luck recording every episode. And he analyzed the big board. Okay. And he realized that every spot had the same three options that rotated in the same way. And that the light would bounce around in the same patterns. And he memorized all like 800 some odd patterns. So when he went to the big board, he won every single round. What? Yeah. And at the time, he like, it was a big thing because he won like $110,000. So my question to you is, is that cheating? That's what the big conversation is. Or is is that just being really good at the game? It's torn. The people are torn. Because it's kind of like counting cards. Kind of. And that was the argument that a lot of people use. He got to keep his money, but then he basically ended up like squandering it and using it a bunch of illegal deals. He got Ooh. all his money taken away from him. Then he moved to Florida and died. Yikes. But the thing about it was at the time, I think it was 1984, 85, he won $110,000 in one game. Holy shit. Which in today's money is something like 275000 which in... 1984, 85, when it happened, was the largest single day earnings from any game show in history. That's nuts. So he like set this record mainly because he did nothing but study patterns for an entire year and then get on the show. That's crazy. And it was, it's, you can find it on YouTube too. Like you can find an edited down version of just his big board plays and he misses the first one and then never misses again. Amazing. And he's like hitting $4,000, $4,000, jackpot, $4,000, $2,000, secret prize. It's crazy to watch. That is crazy. There's a whole Wikipedia page about this Michael Larson guy. I'm going to have to check this out. That sounds awesome. So those two facts coupled together is how much I loved watching the No Whammy, No Whammy Stop. And, And this story about the Michael Larson guy sort of gaming the game. I'm into it. Solidified it for me. I knew Pressure Luck was going to be on my list. I didn't really know where, and it, it hits kind of dead center for me. I'm super into it. I like it. So Good choice. That's it. Nice number three. And uh, all right, moving on to the big board. Number two is ding, ding, Is ding, a whammy. Ding. Price is right. Ooh, nice. Price is right is another one of those quintessential institution type quintessential. shows. Quintessential? Yeah. Um, so, you know, Bob Barker hosted the show for, I think, 97,000 years. Sure. There's something about the structure of this game that I really like. The yeah. idea of having to guess prices on things. It's it's so simple, but the rotation of games that they had. I love like uh-huh. the Mountain Climber, the yeah. Yodeler. I loved Plinko. I loved all their games. I love this game too, except it's too close to reality television. I play this game all the time. It's called Being Poor. And so I basically <laughs> just have to kind of guess in life how much things are going to cost me. Before you go to the store? <laughs> Before I go to the store and hope that I have enough money to be able to purchase them. But sometimes I walk out with nothing, just like the contestants <laughs> What's on the show. <laughs> What's also weird is like you get up to the register and you're like, oh, I thought this cost $3.02. And they're like, no, it's $3 and uh, $3 even. You overbid. You can't buy this. Right. And then I'm like, oh. And then Aww. I leave home sad. And then but sometimes also, I I tell them I thought that was a dollar and I get it. Yeah. What's also weird is every store you go to, you bring in one of those big wheels and yeah. you just spin it. Well, don't you? No. Oh, I don't do that at all. Oh, I think it's super weird that you do that. Hmm. Huh. So does everybody else. That's hey. why security gets called every time you go to a store. 
Those, Never thought about it that those way. Those big wheels hold no place in a Kroger. Really? No. Really? Not at all. So what happens when I play, when I play the final round when I go shopping and I win a car? You you're not I've tried to explain this to you in the past. You're not winning a car. You're simply stealing someone else's car from the parking lot. Huh. I have explained this to you a whole bunch. The police have explained this to you. And you're like, I've, I'm the contestant and the winner. And they're like, no, this isn't even a game show. Oh. And you're like, I need this to be a game show. And like, this is the car I win. They're like, this isn't even a new car. This is a broken down old car without a security system. And you're like, that's why I thought it was so easy to win. Well, damn. I know. All right. So the price is wrong for you. <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah. So I'm sorry that I do that. But you no. tell me about your version of the price is right. So the price is right for me. I, I really, really like. Did you know there's an old video? And this is one of my favorite videos before Aaron, Aaron Paul, Paul got yeah, famous. I've seen this. The video of him like strutting down the aisle. Oh, and yeah. It's good stuff. Show. I've also had I had a teacher in high school. That was on Price is Right. Nice. And they won like a, a dinette set. Amazing. And they still had it in their house. So it's like a china cabinet. That's and a cool stool as shit. And a table and all that and they're stuff. like, I got it off Price is Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go too deep into the Price is Right because sure. everybody knows about it. Everybody you know how watches it, it. Everybody knows how it works. Um, I will ask you this. Bob Barker, or Drew Carey. Oh, Bob Barker, all the As way. The right? day is long, my friend. I, I don't think Drew Carey's doing a bad job, though. No, not at all. I think he's a fine host. Yeah, but Bob Barker with that long, slender. Love mic it. With, hey, like, just remember the this Bob Barker top. reminding you to spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> right. He had. I mean, everybody should have a cause, I guess, and that was his, and great for him. But. I will remember that over every other game show <laughs> yeah. host. It always ended with him being like, "This is Bob Barker reminding you to spay <laughs> and neuter your pets." Hey. Bob Barker, we just play the prizes right. Cut those cat testes. Yeah, I'm just saying, cut your puppy's ding ding. <laughs> and we'll be back after these words from our sponsors. <laughs> Meow Puppy mix. semen collections. <laughs> Meow mix. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I dig it, man. That's a so that's, that's a good, that's my number two. That's a good choice. I'm very. Can we save our number one? I think we're gonna have the same one, right. so I was about to request Let's save the same. it. Let's <laughs> save it. We'll go to the leaderboard together. Okay. For our number ones. All right. Okay. So to switch over to Q here for a second, um, my number, number I'm on number three, right? Yeah. My, so what type of game show is all this? All right. So my number three is going to be cooking competition game shows. Okay? Because I enjoy those very much. So my number three is going to be leaderboard says. Master Chef. For a couple for a couple of reasons. Ooh, I like Master Chef. One, I fucking love me some Gordon Ramsay. Okay. I have to agree with you here, and I'm gonna sort of ruin um a future list, possibly. Okay. I don't have a single cooking competition on my list because I consider those reality competitions. Okay. And it's on that list. Are we going to, but we can't do reality competitions because I got a lot of reality know, competitions already on here. I know, but my. That's a list that's never going to happen. If my we friend. do reality, if we ever do a reality television list, sure. A Gordon Ramsay show will be on my list for that. Deal. For a reality television show list, you got it. Okay. But I love Gordon Ramsay. Me and A watch as many Gordon Ramsay shows as we can. Master oh, Chef, Master Chef Junior, Hell's Kitchen. We watch Masturbation Kitchen. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> we watch Kitchen Nightmares, Kitchen yeah. Wet Dreams. You ever watched Hotel Nightmare or Hotel oh, Hell? Hotel Hell. We watched every season of that. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. good stuff. Um, so Master Chef is on my list because 
aside from just a normal competition, like like you're the moles or your survivors, which are physical competitions for the most part, and some right. mental competitions, this one purely relies on your ability to cook damn right. fine food. Well, and that's one of the things that I love about the Gordon Ramsay shows, and and even one reason why I think I'm getting to the point where I prefer MasterChef over like a Hell's Kitchen, because in Hell's Kitchen, all the contestants are professional chefs. And so you would expect them to be good. And, and the the point of Hell's Kitchen is to watch Gordon Ramsay yell at these people. MasterChef is like, they've plucked a, a kindergarten teacher out of New Jersey, and she can make damn fine and, everything. And that is why this is at the yeah. top of my list. Because very much so, this really is a competition show. You don't just have chefs going up against chefs. These are the best home cooks from across America. It's like you're are, reading the log line. Yeah, right I am. Now, that are competing for the time-honored title of MasterChef. We've gotten so into MasterChef Junior that I'm not even sure I know which one is my favorite anymore. There is something about an eight-year-old making a world-class dish that's very intriguing. But there's also something very intriguing about Gordon Ramsay just completely dressing down someone who made oh, a subpar dish right. on MasterChef and just you feel like they have just they are their parents should be embarrassed of them right they are worthless to humanity they might as well go home and just off themselves which it's so funny too cuz when those dishes are presented like I can usually see what Gordon Ramsay's talking about, but I'm also kind of like that's way better than I would be able to do. Sure. <laughs> so I don't even know what I would get dressed out for. Everything probably. This is my take on a grilled cheese. It is hot bread with cheese on it, and it is melted and grilled. Very- I I used an iron, which is not <laughs> which is used not- a lot in the kitchen. But I like to think outside of the kitchen and more into the laundry room when most, I'm cooking. Most of my cooking, I take the processes that our ancient ancestors had, so right. I feel like it's healthier. So most of the time, I just have my sweaty uncle sit on grilled cheeses right. until they get hot enough to melt. Even better yet, sometimes I just leave two rocks out in the sun, and just I will eat just... eat the rocks? <laughs> yep. How did you know that's where I was you going You just heat them it? up, and you eat the rocks. Yep. Um, but MasterChef is a great show. Um, it ultimately came down to this and Chopped for me. Okay. See, Chopped was one. It doesn't have Gordon Ramsay, so it doesn't really and Honestly, it. that's the biggest problem. But Chopped is fucking fascinating. Yeah. It's three chefs competing to be the best chef. Right. It's really good. I, I watched that. I also watched the Iron Chef competitions. I love Iron those. Chef. I mean, it's classic. But Master Chef, it crushes it for me. I recommend everybody check out Master Chef. They've got great competitions. It's really funny sometimes. Sometimes I've literally teared up watching it, oh, which is ridiculous. Well, I mean, half the time, it, well, not half the time, but a lot of them, just like with you know American Idol or some of those, they'll have sob stories. They'll be like, I made this dish of this meatloaf because it was my son's favorite meatloaf and I lost him a year ago in a drunk driving accident while I was making this meatloaf for him to come home. While I was making this meatloaf while I was drunk (laughs) and driving. (laughs) And I carried it outside and I dropped it and this is on the lawn now. And And that's actually what killed him, not the drunk driving. I dropped the dish onto his head. He slipped and fell backwards into the street. And and a milk truck was coming by. And then they spilled the milk on the meatloaf, which is why I added milk to my meatloaf. Yeah, that's why I call it milk loaf. (laughs) And it's like, damn, Gina. (laughs) Good lord. She's had a rough life. I always, 
I mean, I don't know if you guys do this when you watch it, but for us, we it's hard to pick favorites early on. Like mm. there'll be a couple be sure. like, "Hey, I like this group of sure. people." But for the most part when we watch an episode, we'll, we'll we'll we will pick what we call an FTK or a fuck this kid. And so it was, it started when we started. Oh, one you want to have sex exactly. with? Exactly. It was one. It was when we started watching like Master Chef Junior, and there'd be like a real arrogant. What? No, <laughs> one no, you want to have keep, sex keep, with? Keep, keep keep. There's a point to this. <laughs> so we would be watching it, and some kid would say something real shitty. We're like, oh, fuck that kid," <laughs> and that became our "fuck that kid." Perfect. And we just waited until they got eliminated, and then you fuck. And then we pick a new. We pick a new "fuck that kid." Gotcha. And then we fuck that kid. <laughs> got it. Perfect. Yeah. So I was just waiting for it yeah. to come around to that because I, I mean, yeah, Master Chef Junior, produced by her, uh, Weinstein, Masturbation <laughs> Chef Junior. <laughs> All right, so that is my number three. I love it. I oh, by the way, speaking of cooking competition sure. shows, have you seen the new one that Netflix is going to put out called like Scientist vs Chef? Yeah, that, that actually I believe it started out as a series of YouTube videos. I really like the idea of pitting a scientist who knows nothing about cooking but everything about like chemistry, the composition and, and of composition, things, and then a chef. It's almost like a gastronomic. A total person versus an actual. It's going to be awesome. I, I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. Totally. We want. We also watched that other Netflix one. Um, Bill Nye the Kitchen Guy. <laughs> I would watch that in a heartbeat. Bill, 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 build a burger. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what was the one? It was like sweet, Caroline. just desserts or. <laughs> <laughs> there was um. But there's no, there was one it was on Netflix, just desserts. just desserts or Uzo's just desserts yeah. as a weird Australian chef. Sure. We tried to watch that and couldn't get into Did it. Did you ever watch like the Great British Bake Off? Oh man. Yeah, of course. They're so nice. That's the thing. That's the big difference between foreign cooking shows and our cooking shows is yeah. that ours is like Gordon Ramsay's like, this looks like a fucking cow. Which toe. is weird because he's British. Yeah. So part of it is like, you were lying. Yeah. You sent your angry chefs over here, <laughs> yeah. and that's why everybody over there is just like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my oh my souffle fell. Yeah, but like with Great British Bake Off, it's fun to watch because it's fun to see people make all these elaborate baking sure. things. But they'll be like, oh, my goodness, that's that looks really, really good. Yeah. Well, I hope they get a lot of compliments, but I hope I get a few more. Right. It's like, it's it's like, like how are you so nice? Right. It's totally fine. I also think that they're not putting those contestants in a pressure cooker. Because I've gotten the impression that every episode of The Great British Bake Off is filmed on a weekend. So sure. they film an episode, go to work all week, come back and film another episode, go yeah. to work all week. And so it's not like them living in hotels with so each other. It's just totally fine. Yeah. They're just like, oh, hi, it's nice to see you <laughs> yeah. again. Are you ready to make yeah. some more treats? I'm really going to try really hard to right. make this apple tart the way my mother made it. Right. And it's like, but her apple tart looks very good as well. As well. I kind of want to try that. I, I hope she wins. I hope she wins. <laughs> I hope she wins. Right. It's like, what? The thing about Great British Bake Off that I hate so much is are the puns that those two host ladies oh, man, make. It's the worst. They're the worst. And don't get us wrong, or don't get us wrong, we fucking love puns. We're about puns on high They're five. just they're terrible. terrible. They are Bob Saget on America's Funniest <laughs> they, Home Video level puns. Well, the writers from that just went straight they to did. Britain. They, we kicked them out of our country. They, they, and just like, Get they the went fuck from America, America's yeah. Funniest Home Videos yes. to the Great British Bake Off. Yes. But they're so, so terrible. Totally. I 100% agree. Like, it'd be like, all right, you have to make an orange flavored dessert. Orange, you glad we're giving you three hours? Let it begin. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's not even a pun. <laughs> You're just saying an old knock-knock joke. Right. 
so yeah, so that's my number my number three. It's not Great British Bake Off. It's nope, it's Master, Master Chef. Chef. Such a good Master one. Chef. So you call good. this a fucking game show? <laughs> uh, it's Master Chef. All right. So my number two. This is where we're getting weird. All right. My number two falls in the category of a dating game show. Ooh. All right. Which okay. is another type of game show. I have a couple of these on my um, honorable mention. Now there's a ton I could have put. Yeah. There, I could have put the newlywed game. Right, of course. Could have put the dating game. Of course. Could have put uh, Love Connection. Actually. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I put a recent edition, which is probably <laughs> one of the most fascinating things I have seen on TV and proof positive that we have absolutely become idiocracy. <laughs> I have, I, before you even say it, I know for a fact what you're about to say is on my is the number one honorable mention on my list. Perfect. And so let's talk about it. It is Naked, Naked Attraction. Attraction. Yes. Holy shit, this right. show. Now I turned you on to this show because turned I, me on <laughs> indeed. We we got turned on together oh while watching goodness. it. Okay. So this is the let, furthest from being turned on as you could ever be watching this show. Let me give the audience an idea of what this is. Because I'm gonna guess ninety five percent of people have no idea what this is. Because it's an export from is it Britain? It is. Okay. Yes, it is a British game show. Um so here's the deal. Um in the U.S., a lot of people probably think, oh, it's like that naked dating or whatever on nope. MTV nope. where they, like, have to go on a date naked. But uh-huh. everything's – okay. Here's the deal, okay? First off, kudos to Britain for not having <laughs> the censorship that we have here in the U.S. Oh, man. If you're if you're even halfway questioning the differences in censorship, watch, watch this, this and show. realize that it's on TV unedited. Seek it out. Here is the concept. It's a British dating game show in which a clothed contestant or a clothed person selects two contestants narrowed down from six naked people whose bodies and then faces are revealed in stages starting from the feet up. The person deciding gets then appears naked to them (laughs) and then chooses one for a clothed date. (laughs) Right. So... The first time I watched this, I was like, Naked Attraction, this sounds interesting. This and sounds they, weird. They, they threw the concept, and I was like, huh. And then they come out, and it's all, you've got the six contestants in, a t- in tubes, in colored, like, non-see-through tubes. And he's not lying. They're legit just see-through tubes. Well, n- well like, not opaque tubes, yeah. right. Um, and then the person is just standing with the host on the stage, and they're like, all right, let's reveal... Our contestants. Let's reveal and, the bottom half. And you get from the feet to the a, waist. To the waist. Yeah. And it's a whole bunch of penises or a whole, a whole bunch, bunch of, of vaginas. vaginas. You get uh you get both. And they are uncensored in their full glory. And then of the nakedness. contestant gets to walk up and just <laughs> examine penises and vaginas they're like oh i like this one because uh this one's a little bigger than i'm used to but Uh, hey hey i like the way that this vagina is more of an innie instead Mm -hmm. of an Audi. um could 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 we have the yellow contestant could we turn around i want to see i want to see yeah i would like to see how the ass looks how it connects to the taint or the ball sack like there's you think we're exaggerating i cannot stress enough that we're not exaggerating that this is what's inspected. Naked is attention everything. or naked attraction, British game show, 
fucking watch it. It's mesmerizing. Okay, it sounds horrible, and it is horrible. It is horrible. It is everything that's wrong with our society. So then they're like, "All right, well, let's reveal the." So they'll they'll eliminate people. They'll be like, "Uh, they don't work out enough. Their legs look too fat, or whatever. Their their penis is too floppity. I don't want it in my mouth." All right, so they can go away. <laughs> so they will eliminate a person, and then they'll reveal from the waist up to the shoulders. So you just get bare chested males. So like, you know, like workout pecs or big flabby dudes or, or some just, boobies or just boobies. A and whole bunch of them. They'll go up to and, be they'll, and they'll just examine boobies <laughs> and they'll be like, mm, yeah, I can oh, see this guy works out. OK, um, so for for number green, could could you have them bounce up and down right. a little bit? Yeah. I want to see I want to see the Once resiliency again, of the boobs. Not an exaggeration. Could you have them do jumping jacks? That yeah. would be great. Um, I like her, but her nipples are a bit too large. I'm yeah. not a big fan of big nipples. Yeah. Okay, so then you get two things have happened in the history of this show that are my favorite things ever. So then you get, um, A, what is the has to be the most humiliating <laughs> thing ever when you get eliminated because not only do you just you would think maybe your tube just closes and you walk off stage no no your tube goes all the way up you have to reveal who you are they introduce you (laughs) and where you're from and you have to proceed to walk naked through the game area and then down a corridor nude and they're like well Here's uh, Charles. Charles is a construction worker from uh, like Le- from Lebanese. Essex. Yeah. And um, yeah, he has usually no trouble with the ladies, but I guess he did today. <laughs> Unfortunately, he needs to work on those chicken legs. <laughs> and then you just follow them into the locker room. And I'm like, God, that's horrible. Like they should have just called the show Walk of Shame. <laughs> it, is, it is exactly what it is. And then sometimes there's like a weird, awkward, naked hug. Like yeah. as they're and they're like, okay, well, thanks they for stick not their picking ass me. Out, like real far. Yeah. Or they'll be like, um, well, that's okay. You're not really my type either. either. <laughs> and then they'll leave. I think my favorite part of the show though is when they reveal the faces yes. because that to me is the most awkward part. Because like you know, contestant blue or whatever, be like, oh, I love this penis, and oh, it looks like he works out a lot. And then you get to the face, and they're like, oh, eliminate blue. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Not my favorite part. Favorite part is the voice reveal. Oh, yes. And mainly for one episode. (laughs) Oh, I know which one. Because you showed it to me. Yes. There is an episode. And just find it, guys. Just find it. I'm not going to tell you which one. just watch all of them. Just watch all of them. There's only like two or three seasons. Where they reveal the face. And then they get to hear the contestants, the remaining contestants, speak. Right. And they get to judge them based on their voice and how they like the the timbre of their voice. There is one of the most shocking voice reveals. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. I have ever heard. And at first I thought it was a joke. Turns out, not nope. a joke. 100% the, per- the way this person talks. And you know what? I am so sorry for shaming anyone. It's just... It was hilarious. It was I'm sorry. Hilarious. I'm sorry. Some it things are funny. hilarious. Sometimes the juxtaposition of reality is so off-centered sure. that it makes you laugh regardless. So once again... We're not judging these people. Not at all. But this was weird. So this show is on my num- is number two on my list because it is simultaneously several, several things for me. It is a awesome dating show. As much as I want to hate it, I can't stop watching it. I am the idi- idiocracy nation right. that is happening. Two, it is the most fucking shocking thing that I have ever fucking witnessed in game show history. It is just 
unfathomable in its premise. Right. And the fact that it exists blows my mind. <laughs> yes. And uh, lastly, three, reason three is I can't stop watching it. I know. And it's not like a perverted thing as not you think at all. it might be. It's not like I and just. even people listening are thinking, no, 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 you guys are just perverts. Nope. And we are. Totally. But totally. this show doesn't fall. For some Listen, reason, they do it with such respect. Jay and I have. <laughs> yeah. Respect when they shame walk them through the audience. I mean, but here's true. Jay and I, and I can tell you it's not sexual. Jay and I have watched this together with our pants off, and I have personally checked to feel if he has a boner, and he does not ever when we watch this ever. show. Now, one thing I will give the show major, major kudos for is how non-discriminatory they are. Because no. I've seen episodes where it's a war veteran that has like uh, metal legs. Sure. We've seen people in... They've had transgender. We have transgender. There are you know males picking other males. They have people that are in wheelchairs. They have dwarves. Yeah. Is that, it, is that it, PR? I, I don't... It, little I people think are, little people. Okay, they have little but, people. But they never treat it no. as odd. They've it also is. had like women who have had double mastectomies. Sure. It's not a joke. Yeah. It is it is very much they pay it with respect in that in that unbelievably. Sense. Yes. They're it just like nope, this is just another it doesn't matter. It doesn't make sense how much respect this type of show sure. has for their contestants. So that's my number two, man. That one falls into the same category. I couldn't put it on my list just because of how much of a weird, outlandish, guilty pleasure that's show why. it is. It also falls into the same category as me for another one of my honorable mentions, which was baggage. Oh, that was, was that was friend of the show Haley. That yeah. was her suggestion. She wanted that so bad. Baggage was one of those that it's hosted by Jerry Springer, and it comes on at like one in the morning on the Game Show Network, and it is so fascinating. Oh, where I know. it's literally just I've people airing out the worst dirty laundry on public television before it's like, they date it's like oh well you know hi my name's jerry um round one my secret is i sleep on a bed of leeches every night it's like what the fuck jerry right it's so weird but it kind of falls into that same i can't believe this exists totally scenario so that's it man that's my number two all right so we've reached the time we've to reached go to the, the leaderboard one board and I hope to God it's the same. Otherwise, this is going to come out real weird. And I was thinking about it. If it's the same, we should actually film a video response episode Jinxies. I'm into it. Because instead of like a movie where we sit and watch it and discuss it, sure. game shows you can't discuss in that way. So we should just videotape ourselves playing along with the game. Sure. And I hope it's the same I'm so into we get it. to do it. Are you ready? Yes. So let's go to the board. Survey says... Family Feud! Motherfucker! Yeah. High, high five! Come on, because Family Feud it's is a, the best it's game the best show fucking game ever. Show ever in the history of it's game shows. The simplest premise, and yet it is unlimiting unlimitingly like fun and entertaining. Absolutely. So let's talk about the history of Family so Feud. So we've had like what, twelve different Twenty eight hosts? hosts? Yeah. So I mean, obviously Richard Dawkins, yep. starting us off kissing everybody, yep. Um, and then you Louis go Anderson, Louis Anderson, Richard Karn. You have Al. Ooh, from I forgot Home about that. Your current Steve Harvey. Don't forget John O'Hurley. Oh, that's right. I forgot from John Seinfeld. O'Hurley did it. Yeah, his, that's right. His seasons, they actually switched up the gameplay a little bit, and they had like lightning rounds, and that's right to who goes first, and all these different things. I have to say, I sort of love the Steve Harvey 
seasons. Totally. Okay, so hold on. Let's look at this. I got a definitive list here. Okay. We've got... Uh, all right. Let's see. Okay. ABC Network... Oh, there's two network versions of the shows. The ABC Network version of the show was hosted by Richard Dawson. Right. Ray Combs hosted the CBS series huh. and the first six seasons of the accompanying syndicated version. Wow. Then was replaced by Dawson for the final season. Then it was hosted by Louis Anderson from 99 to 2002, Richard Karn from 2002 to 2006, John O'Hurley from 2006 to 2010, Steve Har- Harvey 2010 to present. But uh, the announcers are pretty interesting The cur- or for, for a year... The current announcer is a Backstreet Boy, isn't it? No, or it no, in sync. Yeah, for five years, not he's not current anymore. As of 2015, it was Joey Fatone yeah. was the announcer, which is sync. weird. Well, I remember watching some of the Steve Harvey reruns in syndication because they play every night on Game Show Network. Sure, and we usually have it on. And that's this is why it's number one for me. Is this is a show, game show I still watch a lot. And it still holds up. Oh, which, I will put this on. Anytime it yeah. comes on, I will sit and watch it. We'll sit and no watch it. No problem. And it comes on like 12 different stations, which is great. But I remember watching it and be like, and this is Joey Fatone for Family Feast. I was like, there's no way that's the same Joey Fatone from NSYNC. But you know and what? There's up, totally a way. Was. There's totally a way because it is. <laughs> yes. Um, so this show, I mean, for me, is one of those... Where, I mean, we've basically been parodying, parodying it this entire episode with, right. let's go to the board. Ding, let's ding, see. ding. Yeah, answer it. Survey says, because the premise of the show is, and if you don't know it, fuck you. I mean, how in the world could you not know Family You get feud? two teams, two families that compete against each other, and they have to answer for the top five. Is it top? It, it's different every time. It could be seven. Okay. It could be five. It but could be ten. But the top items an- answered questions in surveys to yeah. people. In so the they country. send out people to malls, and they give a survey. It's like, hey, you know, what's one thing a, a woman can do that a man can't? And they, whatever the answers are, right. the highest ranked answers are those ranked ones. And so you get... Some of the mo- the best unintentional comedy it's so great. from this show ever. Which is why I think Steve Harvey is maybe the best host, because he has the background and the improv skills to react to those better than, say, like a John O'Hurley, who's just like, totally. <laughs> that was funny. Right. What else do you have? <laughs> Steve will actually like play into it. Yeah. Like, excuse me? Or what did so you just good. say? Or whatever. Um, but I've loved the fucking, I had a DVD game version of this. I've seen that. We've almost played it. I brought it over here. Yeah, right? we yeah. did. So I had that at one point. I've had, uh, the actual video game systems version that they come out. I had the Sega Genesis version that they came out with. I fucking, not only do I love watching this game, but I love playing this right. game. It is so fun. And for trivia fiends like you and I, I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like it's so weird and so niche. Like yeah. the questions are so odd, but the questions always have something that you can easily latch onto. It's not like a standard trivia where there is an answer. It's right. not like you know what's the you know forty seventh state that was added to the United States right. where there's a single answer. It's top almost- five things that can fit inside a bread box. Exactly, and you're like. Well, well, there's lots of those. Sure. I wonder what most of America said, right. which is always very intriguing. Totally. Uh, but it's super funny. Um, I, I really love the show. 
that's why it's my number one. It's I mean, same there's, for me. There's really not a lot of explanation to the show. It's a fucking show, <laughs> but we get to. I totally want to do the video because we can play this. along with it. You know, Absolutely. we can we can try and guess the number one answers on the board. Sure. And the thing, one of the things I love the most about Family Feud is there's always that one contestant that has no idea what's going on sure and the whole family you can tell is coached to say good answer good answer when in their head they're like that is not you're a, a good fucking answer. idiot it's like name the top seven things you'd bring to a picnic and it's like uh chainsaw and the family's like good answer good it's like no they're like, that's not we, a good when we answer get home fucking johnny's out of the <laughs> family <laughs> hey dave i know you married my daughter you're out. You're out. I fucking out. hate you. You're not invited to Christmas anymore. How fucking dare you say chainsaw? <laughs> right. You don't bring a chainsaw to a picnic. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So, yeah, man, uh, I don't know about you, but this has been a fucking fun list. Yeah, I it like has. this a lot. I actually think, and it makes it even more, uh, I guess, prophetic, because when we come back after this quick break, sure. we're actually going to tri- trivia each other on the number one answers from silly family feud questions. Sure. So that's the game we're going to play. It's based off our number ones, which we didn't know coming into the episode. So make sure you guys tune back in right after these sweet-ass messages for some fun-ass family fun friend zone time with high five the podcasts q and j and if you get all the answers right you can win a honda civic you cannot win a honda civic in this dating show we go back to basics are you ready <laughs> bring on and start where a good date often ends oh. <gasps> naked well, if it frightens you, then go for it. How do you feel about that penis? I think it would definitely be a big one. <laughs> I think yeah. so. I'm going to say goodbye to Green. Why? It's the tone. When it comes to TV game shows, you could spin a wheel, come on down, or you could even phone a friend. But survey says there's only one. Family Feud. Catch TV on, player. It's unexpected. Ladies, let's get it on. Unpredictable. Who they 100 people. <laughs> and unbelievable. <laughs> get your daily double of Family Feud weeknights at 7 and 7.30 on ABC 22. Game time. Ready for the lists. Time. Oh, no. This we was, already did this. This was lightning round. Yes. This Fuck. Was, yeah. Lists. Damn it. We both doing it now. High five. So let's play a game. Yeah, let's play a game. Let's play High Five Feud. Oh. I don't know how you came up with that. That was so <laughs> just just up here. It was the number one it, answer oh, on the board. Oh, <laughs> it was just up there. So for everyone listening who hasn't bailed on us yet, um, <laughs> especially the, after that, the way we're going to play this game is Q and I have each looked up a bunch of family feud questions with the answers from the board. With the top answer. Yeah. We're going to ask each other the the category and see if we can get guess the number one answer on the not any answer but the number one answer on the board as quickly as we possibly can. Exactly. So do you want to start and ask me? I'll go first. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, give me give it to me. All give right, your me. first one. You ready? Yes. If we videotaped you while you were sleeping, 
What would you hope you wouldn't do at night? Fart. Number one answer. That is incorrect. Number Poop one answer pants. was snore. Oh, how is that the number? No- Survey said snore. I'm g- the number one thing I hope I'm not doing is pissing myself. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's but that's the, a better answer. But the survey would dis would disagree. Uh, <laughs> although I will tell you that uh, the, uh, 45 out of 100 people said snore, uh-huh. uh, but five said Papa Chub. <laughs> <laughs> is that was that the thing on the the thing? Uh-huh. I, okay, one thing I like about Family Feud is they always figure out really dumb ways to say perverted or kind of sensory related sure. things. Papa Joe. Uh They also had uh, six people said rip farts. Yay, that's what so I said. There you go. Farts. Um, uh, all right. What is something men do when they're having a midlife crisis? Buy a car. All right. Or have an affair. Survey says number one answer. Buy a sports car. Boom! Very right. good. I'm buy winning a, that Honda Civic. 40 out of 100 people said buy a sports car. Uh, I'm winning th- that Civic. Uh, 39 people said young chick slash cheat. So young <laughs> chick. I like that. Um, and then two people said new undies. <laughs> what? Yep. That I don't, was, I don't that was know. the thing. That happened. I don't know about that. New clothes slash undies. Uh, all right. All right. What is something you could mention to a cannibal to stop him from eating you? You're, you have a disease. All right. So we're going to go with uh, you have a disease. Yeah. So that's going to be I'm sick. I'm sick, yeah. Kay. Diseased. That is correct. Yes. The number one answer. I'm sick. I've watched too much Family Feud. Or that was actually on the board. I'm sick slash jock itch. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, uh, a a crotular rash, yep. if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how many have we done? That's three? Yeah. All right. So we have got two more for you, okay? Okay. What is something a college kid has in his dorm room that his parents might object to? Pot. Drugs? <laughs> yeah, drugs. Weed. That is incorrect. Oh, the damn. number one answer is porn. Oh, Porn. Well, I mean, if it's on the computer, is that really in Porn. their dorm room? I will tell you, drugs is their second. Of course. Is, is 24, 24 out of 100 people surveyed said drugs. All right. And lastly, here we go. Okay. This is for this is for all the big bucks. Okay. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy feud. What is something that men wear that women think is sexy? Um, A, 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 a cock towel. <laughs> is that on the board? A cock towel. Yeah. Survey says, uh, cock towel. Uh, man, oh, I got an you X. get a big ass X on your cock towel. <laughs> uh, the number one answer was tight pants or jeans. Nah, I don't like it. Number one answer. Agree. That's not sexy. Tight I guess it kind of is. Pants or jeans. All right. I did pretty poorly. I got two out of the five. You did. So let's see where you land. Great. Name a reason. Why people wear black. Uh, funeral. Oh! Survey says, number one answer. Yeah! 50 Woo-hoo! out of 100 people said that. Funeral, nice. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people dying. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> a, whole, a whole bunch. Whole mess of them. Name a part of your body that looks different when you're sick. Ooh, nose. Ooh, survey says, Fuck. Uh, nose is actually number two. Eyes yeah. is number one. Shit. Yeah, so close. That was close. Um, all right, all right. 
good. It's good. Feeling good. Name something parents usually say to their kids not to waste. Uh, food. Ooh, survey says. Fuck. That's also number two. Damn it. Money. It's life. Ah. Their life. <laughs> Don't waste your life. You're wasting your life, kid. That's totally Money scary. was number three, actually. Interesting. Um, all right. How many is that? Was that three? Yep. All right. Name something you only do when you're sick. Ooh. Uh, throw up. That is number one answer. Nice. 39 out of 100 people said vomit. Nice. All right. Two, two out of four. Here's, here's the last one. Name something people do on a tree. <laughs> do on a tree? Carve it. Carve into it. Ooh, that is not on the board anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You want to take another guess? Uh, okay, yes. Do on a tree? Yeah. Pee on it. <laughs> no, that's not on the board either. Um, you're not going to like any of these. Uh, number one is kiss. On a tree? Yeah. So-and-so, K-I-S-S-I, sitting in a no. tree, K-A-S-S-I. Disagree. <laughs> I don't care. That's what the, that's what the answer was. Those hundred people are idiots. Um, there's also, uh, number two is collect fruit. Ooh. Number three is save animals. Sure. And number four is collect leaves. Three people said collect wow. leaves. Wow. Wow. So we tied. Wow. Two out of five each. Wow. Do we each want to do a tiebreaker? Yeah, we can totally. Okay. Um, if you want to give me yours, I'll look for mine. Okay. Uh, yep. Okay. I, I've got one. All right. What do you got? Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker round. What is something you fill with air? A hot air balloon. Or a, a car tire. Damn it! I already said hot air pick balloon. Pick it. You, you, I'll I'll let you. Car pick. tire. You car tire? Yeah. Your answer is. Survey says tire. Shouldn't have changed your mind. It was, was it a balloon? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was a balloon. Fuck. All right. Well, here we go. Second guessing gotcha. Name a childhood fear that is most likely to be carried into adulthood. Uh, fear of the dark. Ooh, that's a good one. Survey says number two. Fuck. Clowns. Heights. Ooh. All right. Clowns is number three. Right. And needles is number four. That's all right. Tires was number two. Oh, well. see, we're getting so close on the number twos. Two. You got another one? Oh uh, yeah, I got we a can couple tie break. More. I got again. a couple more. All right. We just keep going until one of us wins. Sure. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yes. If your underwear could talk, what would it say to you? It's stinky. <laughs> stop farting. Yeah. Stop is farting that... in me. Okay. Uh, survey says <laughs> stop farting. And oh, no. Number one answer was change me. Change me. <laughs> slash wash me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I will say that I will let you know that stop farting was number four. Okay. Uh, at least I'm yeah. on the board. Number uh, <laughs> four people, the last one on the board was lose a few fatty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, here we go. Right. Name an occupation that you think is more admired than it should be. Ooh, shit. An occupation that's more admired than it should be? Yeah. Celebrity. Ooh. So can you be more specific? Uh, sports. Athlete. You win. Do Athlete I? is the number one answer on the board. Yes. Number two was politician. 
Oh. Number three, which I don't really agree with, is military. <laughs> no, we. I appreciate, yeah, we I should, appreciate the military. We should fucking admire yeah, military. I admire the shit out of them. And then number four was actor. Oh, okay. So by making you clarify, yeah. I may have saved you, you did. that point. So I appreciate you, it. You win. Yeah. High five. Good job, Q. Woohoo. Thank you. I won the high five feud. Yeah. That was a fun game. That was a fun and game. And I'm actually really looking forward to watching an episode of Family Feud with you as we play along. I'm totally on, with Like you. live on video. And we'll put it on our YouTube page. I'm totally with you. So can I ask too, um, can we put out some social posts when we go to promote this episode that have a feud question on oh, it? Oh, of course. Because I would love to see what our audience thinks of yeah. is the most popular answer for some of I'll, these. I'll, I'll look some up and I'll share them with social, of course. That sounds awesome. So again, this is the end of our episode. We really appreciate it. And uh, same, tune in next week. Same, same game show time. Same, same game, game show, show channel. Network. Or whatever channel you listen to on Time for Things Radio um, podcast episode. Ah! We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on twitter at high the number five the podcast instagram at high five the podcast or on letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love what's the worst that could happen Selective fatigue syndrome? Maybe. See you next week. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.